0: Welcome into the official. I'm your host, Alfred, and of course, we have a great show for you this week. So we are continuing our mock draft series. This is mock draft 2.0, and it's rounds three and four of the 2.0. So when we did this the first time around, we kept track of the picks. We did this 2.0 round one and two, and we saw where players maybe uh, rose or fell from the previous mock, and now we're gonna do rounds three and four. And see where our guys may have risen and fallen based on the, the mock before uh, the mock before Mark Point One 0. and uh, so you know there's not much else to it. This episode, but everybody loves a mock, and so we're gonna go ahead and get right to it for the 2024 freshman class. This is the official. <laughs> Go and you know I don't even think there's a whole lot of things that we need to waste time with today. Getting right into the mock, but I will mention our partners at Homefield Apparel. Go to homefieldapparel.com. Check out all the good stuff they have there. T-shirts from multiple colleges. They're comfortable. They are retro in nature usually. But uh, what Homefield did is they partnered with each individual colleges and came up with designs taking from their history of mascots and their previous different kind of motifs and, and really came up with some unique stuff. Um, I love it. I have multiple shirts. Don't have one on now, but I have probably 10, 12 shirts. And uh, if you go to homefieldapparel.com, type in campus number two, Canton as your promo code, you'll get 15% off your very first purchase. With that said, I always have to say, go visit campus tocanton.com for kind of the, the full experience of what we do here. This official talks about recruiting, but Uh, The website as a whole, everything you need to know from college fantasy football, NFL dynasty fantasy football, and everything in between. Uh, So go check that out as well. Membership starting at $2.99 a month. Without further ado, welcome Matt and David. Haven't even talked to you guys yet. Just went right into my spiel. But uh, glad to see you guys. Good to have you, of course, as usual. You guys ready to mock it up? Heck yeah. Yep. Yep here we go so without further ado we're going to do rounds three and four of our mock we're going to bring up our mock draft machine that Matt came up with which makes it so much easier to track the picks you can see right here uh this is mock 2.0 but the um round one and two here we were looking at this right before we came on and remembering that we did this right before the Elite 11 finals and, you know, Matt pointed out Julian saying tooting his own horn here. Pretty nice pick there. The back of the first round, he had he won MVP. He's now a top 10 player in the country at chasing Dylan Rayola for that top spot, although I doubt he'll get there. But kudos to Matt for a nice value of Julian saying I'll say I regret Luke Krohnoak <laughs> ahead of saying I also regret Ryan Fluglisi, who I thought was a dark horse to have a really good lead 11, and he was just kind of... You know he was okay but inconsistent and clearly has a lot of work to do david you were mentioning if we scroll down here cj carr you regret that pick a little bit there it's at the end of the second round so he can't be too yeah
1: no i don't regret it too much it's just i probably would have gone somewhere else but i just don't have a good grasp on him i feel like because at notre dame i don't expect him to be like a crazy college producer i guess and then, like, I'm very torn on how I feel about him as an NFL prospect. I know, like, three of the services has him, has, have him as, like, a day two pick. I'm, like, thinking more day three, like, backup type guy, which essentially means nothing to us. But um, so that's kind of where I'm torn. But it's fine here. It's Matt- exciting. And Matt
0: yeah i I kind of i mean he's he's just not exciting but he should have a good college career and you know i think an nfl backup at the end of the second round and a freshman mock is not even that bad i mean a lot of these guys won't make the nfl at all matt you were saying you liked your pick Aaron nolan to begin the second round here what did he do that at elite 11 that kind of makes you look back and go that was pretty good
2: uh i think he just showed off his consistency really i mean he just is a good, solid all-around performer. He wasn't the top guy in, you know, any event or anything, but just consistently consistently very good, uh, you know, requisite physical abilities. He's put on some weight. Uh, he's a great interview, you know, super high character guy, smart guy. Um, you know, I like his odds of being, you know, the next multi-year starter at Ohio
0: State. Okay, very nice, very nice. All right, so that's a great thing to get at the beginning of the second round. So let's go ahead and move right on into 301. David, you are on the clock. You can see here the previous picks and take it away.
1: I'll take Walker White. I think we, we've talked about him quite a bit, but I just think the NFL is always going to be interested in his tools. Like he's, he's, he's athletic, he has a big arm, and like the Auburn QB room is super weak. So it's, I think he could produce pretty early
0: oh yep that sounds good to me so that means uh the difference of 18 matt uh you designed this but i'm pretty sure that means that he's now 18 spots higher than yeah. he was in the previous draft yeah so i guess he basically went at the end of the fourth last time and now we're uh even though he didn't go to the elite 11 at all we're liking him more i support that of course walker white one of our one of our basically kind of our guy here at the official. Um, he spent almost all of last year coming on for various episodes and keeping us up to date with his recruitment and everything. We wish him the best at Auburn. All right, Matt 3.02. Oh no, there was a problem. Uh,
2: so I will be going with, uh, Davon Mitchell tight end going to Oklahoma. Uh, we talked about him last week, just, uh, reclassified into 2024's class. Um, he was originally a 2025 guy. I, I like the offense. I like his odds of, you know, being at least a year two starter, hopefully. And uh, I think, you know, a super well-rounded profile, really
0: good tight end. Okay. That's a great pick. I mean uh, going just, Chris just... Moxley here.
2: Tight end heavy. I got – I know. Out I... Last
0: time. We just brought him up uh, last episode as, you know, because he just reclassified – and um yeah now you're picking him 302 so he, he's uh, tight in two now on this on this board and is that where he's gonna sit for you as well
2: uh, at the moment yeah for sure he's my tight end two tier one player honestly uh, I, I've been thinking about he could honestly bump uh Riddell for me I, I think he's just I think he has a barrel well-rounded game he doesn't have this you know the super great long speed like Ridell has which is very. Uh, you know, tempting at least to keep him there at one, but I think his game is better than him, his overall.
0: Okay. Hey, we're not going to argue with you, man. Uh, David Mitchell, great, great uh, tight ends. I mean, cornering the market on tight ends, Uh, Chris Moxley, like you said, he would be proud. All right. So I'm going to go here at three Oh three and take Perry Thompson um, committed to Alabama um, he is a top 10, I believe he's a top 10 wide receiver for me right now. Uh, and I think he's just kind of a, he's a big bodied ex, but he moves really well. I was pretty impressed with his uh, tape and, you know, never, uh, Alabama may have a down year this year, but this is still an NFL factory and um, I'm pretty comfortable uh, betting on that kind of alone, but I did like the tape as well. And you know, because they, they've been a little down on wide receivers, I think anybody who's, you know, hashtag good can come in and play right away in that room. Uh, you know, it, I, I know that we're looking ahead to 2024, but I'm not terribly impressed with the depth of that room. So I think anybody who's good can come in. And so there we go. Yeah, 25 spots ahead of the last time, but um, seems pretty reasonable to me here at 303.
1: Back to David for the 304. I'll go with uh, TJ Moore. He's a tier two receiver for me. Um, I think he's one of eight receivers that has a offer from Ohio State and Bama. And he's a good athlete. We got him at 21.9 miles per hour. He's got a six foot four high jump. So he's got some explosiveness. You know, average 25 yards per catch, blah, blah, blah. He's, I'm a fan.
0: All right, sounds good to me. So Terrence Moore, I know, and he he also – he wound up at Clemson, though, even though with those other offers.
1: Yeah, correct. And
0: we like that, honestly, with Garrett Riley, I'm that Clemson offense. I saw some tweets recently saying the Clemson offense, you know, could very much come alive, and I totally am in uh, on board with that. So uh, that sounds good. And Matt, 305.
2: Uh, yeah, I'll be taking a guy here that definitely, I think, should have went you know, in, uh, the first half of our draft here, uh, next time, definitely will Jordan Marshall and running back Michigan. Uh, you know, he, he rose up for me. I think originally I wasn't, you know, in love with the traits, but he just has such a good, you know, all all around profile. He's super safe. Uh, he put up some pretty impressive track times this off season and, you know, uh, the model loves him. So, uh, I think him going to Michigan is just a perfect pairing. I think he pretty easily clears, uh, Cabana and Benjamin Hall once he gets there on campus.
0: All right. So, yeah, and, you know, we love the Michigan running backs. I think that's not a a problem to go ahead and bet on that program uh, to produce NFL talent and to pound the rock. So he could very well get a high volume. You know, I'm going basically just by the numbers here, my grades, my rankings. um, And I I know this guy is probably not going to be – high on many people's list is going to he's going to Vanderbilt but we talked about him uh last week and this guy Johan Cardenas is one of our all of our favorite running backs he's big he's fast he catches passes Um, and we did do a little bit more of a deeper analysis on that Vanderbilt depth chart and you know within a year as a freshman I mean this guy could come in and produce for your fantasy team right away and in the transfer portal everything I mean if he's spectacular right away and as he looks pretty good, he could earn himself, you know, an, uh, a better scholarship somewhere else. And, you know, he may not even wind up at Bandy at all. We still have plenty of time for the big-name schools to come in and swipe him. So we believe in the talent. I, I think it's really good. And so I'm just going to go ahead and take him here, despite taking the guy going to Bandy, you know, in the third round of a freshman mock, which seems a little unusual.
2: He would have been my next pick here. So, uh, all right. so, maybe, so it's reasonable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, David. Back to you for the three hundred seven. Three
1: hundred seven. I'll go. I'll go with um, Jason Brown. He's kind of another one of these running back. Do we? He's still on the board, right? I believe so. Yeah, yes. He's just another pretty solid running back. He has the size you want. Um, I think he's around like an 80th percentile athlete in the database. And I like the options. I think he's deciding between Washington and Michigan State, which both of those running back rooms aren't the strongest right now. So another guy, you know, that I think could potentially contribute relatively early in his career. Um, so he's kind of a, another safe, safe fish running back for me. All
0: right, that sounds good uh matt 308 you guys
2: are, are making me triple down here on the uh tight ends i have uh, the next highest player on my board here is caleb odom uh just well, committed to alabama uh this week or last week uh he, he probably won the you know one of the best receiving tight ends in this class uh, he doesn't play any in line at the moment x receiver but he's huge he's Super bursting, athletic. I mean, we talk about the basketball all the time here, but he has some amazing basketball dunks. Uh, his highlights are very good in that area, and he's very good on the field too. Uh, he's just a you know a typical big-bodied ax. Honestly, he's probably better off at receiver, uh, but you know he's probably going to grow a bit more, and uh, you know they'll, they'll transition him to in line and they'll teach him how to play in line there. They've they have a great history of that there at Alabama. So uh, I, I I like his odds.
0: Yeah, I've uh, never have a problem, like I said before, betting on an Alabama uh, recruit. So, uh, and they've had a history of some really good tight ends, not as much recently, but certainly for a little bit there, they were just churning him out. And I agree with you in terms of his receiving ability, pretty spectacular, great route runner. I think we did talk about him in our top 10 season, everyone's top 10 pretty much. So I'm going to do a bit of a curveball here. A guy that I kind of am just like betting on the athletic upside on a program that seems to be pretty good right now at identifying these kind of athletic freaks and then figuring out a way to get the ball in their hands. And I like Courtney Crutchfield, who's from the state of Arkansas and going to the University of Arkansas as, uh, you know, 6'2", 175 and just a good uh, playmaker and so that's what i'm gonna do here and he we didn't even draft him last time but um you know seeing some other buzz some people talking about him and and just kind of like buying in a little bit of the kool-aid on um arkansas and what they've been able to do with some of these athletes uh in recent memory so traylon burks raheem sanders aj green we like rashad dubinion so they've just been doing pretty good identifying some talent recently. David, you are up with the
1: three ten. So I think this is a pretty strong tight end class. That's why I was somewhat willing to wait, although I think the top guys are, are very good as well. Um, but I'm just going to go with Landon Thomas here. He's um, going to Florida, was originally committed to Georgia, going to Florida State. You know, it's a good program. Um he's well-rounded does everything well honestly and he's already got the size we want i'm pretty sure he's pushing 245 i haven't looked in a while i think he's like 65 245 i mean there actually is some blocking on his tape believe it or not a lot of these guys don't have that so um i just think he's going to be a super solid player and likely like a day day two draft pick all right,
0: yep, can't, can't argue there either. I do like the tight end class. We definitely mentioned that um, on our top 10s when we were going over all these guys and uh, pretty comfortable with the class as a whole. So Matt, 311, you gonna take another tight end here? I kinda hope you don't. No, there's a bit
2: of drop off here tight end for me. So uh, I'll wait a little bit there. Um, I probably could wait on this guy. You know, a lot longer, actually, since I know I'm the highest one here on him. But he's my highest graded player at this point, so I'll just go with him. Tyseer Denmark, uh, wide receiver, going to Penn State. Uh, you know, I talked about him pretty extensively last week, so I won't go too much into it. But I, I, I really love his uh, well-rounded game, and I think the uh, Penn State wide receiver room is pretty open for the taking.
0: Yeah, that sounds pretty reasonable to me, and we did talk about him last week, so no need to continue on that track you know i'm gonna go with a guy that i personally kind of fell in love with, with doing those top tens a guy that i took a look at and you know it it may seem high but we talked about it before and now we there's been a run on tight ends i don't want to get left without a tight So i'm gonna go with michael smith going to south carolina really impressive in kind of all the phases of the game and the way he plays. Uh, you know, I think he's got that dog in him, which you know, for tight ends, I'm going to be, uh, you know, it's going to grab. I'm going to gravitate to that type of player at, at least at that position. And I've got back to back here. I'm going to break Matt's heart and go Kai and Barry Johnson. And the I know he was a three-star find by Matt and way way down the list. We've talked about it a few times, and the, every time we talk about it, every time I watch this guy. I asked myself, why not, uh, in terms of his role in the offense, going to Wisconsin, playing the slot role, the tape looks spectacular. I don't care if he's a three-star. I want this guy on my fantasy teams and, you know, with with not that many super impressive players still hanging around here uh, because I think the class as a whole is a little weak. I'm going to just take him because the role in that Wisconsin offense, the Longo offense – he could beat Josh Downs in year, year one or two So, uh, in terms of production. So I'm going for it. Canterbury Johnson, maybe it's crazy. Put him on my team.
2: I, I love him, but yeah, even there is a bit uh, bit high for me. <laughs>
0: All right. So you're back up, though.
2: Oh, I am. I did not even notice that. Um, they got a big block of quarterbacks here that I could skip over because I'm already good at quarterback so yeah I'll just go my top running back left which is uh, Frankie Arthur uncommitted running back um, I actually don't think we've talked about him a ton he's uh, Adrian Pearson's yeah, right. little brother somehow I don't really know how the math on that works out but everyone's saying it so I, I assume it's true uh, currently projected to go to SMU I think which would be a pretty interesting spot uh, I'm really just hoping he goes to you know a, a CFF productive spot, which you know a lot of these running backs in this class aren't, which uh, has mm-hmm. kind of left me to bumping them down. But Arthur is a, you know a really good athlete, highly productive. Uh, you know, ten-six, one hundred meter at two hundred ish pounds, five foot ten. I think there's a lot to like there. Decent receiving ability too. Uh, so you know, lots of upside, good production, potentially good CFF spot. Lots to like there.
0: Yeah, I like Frankie Arthur myself. He is definitely on my list of guys I'm interested in. So good call there, David. And we're, we're we're now four in a row on guys who were not even drafted last time we did this mock. I think that's really a lesson for everyone that obviously we're doing this way way out, but these names you know bubble up to the surface and guys we didn't even have on our list necessarily last time are being drafted here uh, in the first four rounds. So. This is a very much a moving target, which is why it's a good exercise to do so far out. So sorry about the interruption, David, 403.
1: All right. I'm actually out of tier two running backs, but I'm going to trust Alfred's scouting eye here. Actually, both of you guys like this guy, Uh, David Ezio Mume. Yeah. I think you had him tier one. We talked about him last week, but... He's super jacked. I saw some pictures of him recently. I mean, he's got the running back body you want, and he's one of the best pass catchers um, in this class for running backs. I just, I think the only question is we just want to see more production as a senior. That was like the, the, main, the main issue. So I think he'll answer those questions. I'm not really too, too concerned. So I'm going to kind of block Alfred here and uh, take his guy. <laughs> No, that's fair. And I appreciate that. I think that's actually, I think, you know, he
0: is high on my list and I was looking at my rankings and I think I didn't even look high enough, assuming that, that he the pre-pill at the top of the list were taken, but yeah, I mean, he's very high up for me and I hope maybe the services will come around. We still got some time here, but I like the offense as well. We just talked about the Clemson offense and I'm happy to invest in that. So good, good pick there. I think, um, And I'm going a guy here after the lead eleven. He was not really on our list. He was like somewhat interesting, but now, you know, he has become a top 15, top 16 guy on 24/7. He's still top 25 in the composite, so didn't raise that much. But this is a guy that looked good, and he's dual threat, and he's going to a great, a great situation for fantasy. Uh, You know, at this point, we're not necessarily banking on NFL upside, and I'm not sure. I would feel super confident in that for Will Hammond. But he's going to Texas Tech, and he's dual threat, and he he showed well in a big stage at Lead 11. At this point, I kind of feel pretty good about this. So um, discount version of, like, the guys who are dual threat with the high upside, like Lagway, Chromanoic, and all that. But you're getting that kind of upside way later. So I kind of like that. Uh, Matt405.
2: Uh, yeah, so there's still a quarterback on the board that I have the guys great on. But uh, you know I've got four quarterbacks already, so I'm just going to take my top-rate skill player, which is Ryan Wingo, uh, um. uncommitted wide receiver. Looking like Texas, which I don't love. They're getting uh, pretty stacked there in that wide receiver room. Um, I think I'm actually the low man you know, of the current uh, submitted rankings, at least, on uh, Wingo. I watched this full game tape, wasn't quite as in love with it as, you know, the services are, I believe. Uh, 24-7 has him as wide receiver, too, still. Um, I think Rivals does as well. I could be wrong on that. Yeah, he's high on everyone's Very, very high by the services. Uh, Athletic freak. uh, Just didn't quite show enough on the tape. I think, you know, especially here, this is good value at this point, considering his upside.
0: Fair enough. All right. Um, I know. And, and Wingo, I think, continues to be someone who's just kind of, there's a disconnect with the services and what our team has seen. But I think you laid it out pretty well there. And so pretty good value for an athletic freak. Maybe he puts it all
1: together. Um, David, four oh six. Um i I'll go with I don't have a great grade on him. The more that I think about it, after digging for more athletic numbers, I'll just go with Carter Nelson here as an upside play. I think he's going to take a while to develop, honestly. He's going from 8v8 um, competition in Nebraska. Hmm. But he's got a 7-foot high jump, and he runs – apparently he runs like a 4 five forty somewhere around there. Um he's his list his listed size is kind of all over the place i've seen six four two or five which would not be ideal but um yeah he's just like a freak and hopefully he develops at nebraska so i think he has nfl upside at least all right yeah fair enough
0: i mean he, nebraska is, is definitely got their hands full with some interesting players over the last two cycles i think matt rule doing a decent job and We know he did a decent job at previous stops as well. All right, so I'm back up with a 407, and I'm going to take a guy that I think I'm the only one that seems to like him a lot, but it's Cameron Jones who recently committed to UCLA. This guy's just kind of a unique player in this class. He's 240 pounds, I believe, listed on on three, which is just hard to believe. Uh, You do not see a running back listed at that size, but he hit tops 20 miles per hour. He looks bursty to me. He also uh, shows evidence of being able to receive out of the backfield. And I think, you know, the ideal situation is he is kind of that Zach Charbonnet starting in 2024 for that UCL offense. So uh, we know at least for CFF, that was great. And then, um, you know, he got drafted in the second round to Seattle. So, I mean, you know, that archetype certainly can get drafted um over 20 miles per hour 240 pounds or the running back can catch passes that's the nutshell so uh matt you're up for 408
2: all right uh also i did uh bump Cameron jones up recently i think he's growing on me a bit no, nowhere near there as high go. as you but he's a top 20 back for me now so there we go i'm not out i'll take it um anyway uh my next pick here i think i'm gonna go with uh jamiri Uh, Wire receiver out of Texas committed to SMU. Um, uh, I first brought him up last year on our 2024 preview show, like uh, early. It was September last year. We did our uh, preview show of the 2024 class. He was one of the three wire receivers I brought up. Uh, Big body, good athlete. Uh, I think it's just a ton to like. There, definitely a big jump ball X guy. I think him going to SMU is like a really perfect combination of talent meets landing spot. Where you know SMU has historically done great at developing wide receivers and producing uh, at a high level. I-, I think he's an NFL talent guy, and you're getting the premier CFF spot. So uh, he's one of those guys where I think it's just a perfect mix to be like a high-end CTC player.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's a nice name out of, from way downtown going to SMU. Uh, is that our first G5 player? So congratulations there. Uh, they're still G5 after realignments and conference affiliations. I'm pretty sure they're not. Yeah. Yeah. They I think so. Unless
2: the- I missed something.
0: No, I don't think so. Um, all right, David, 409. We're getting close to the end here.
1: I'll go with the Homer pick Cam Williams. Um, Got to stack him with CJ Carter here. He's <laughs> Another I'm just I'm just about stack for all the MD stack that's going to win you a lot of money folks. Um so he's like a 92nd percentile athlete. He real analytics got him at 22 miles per hour. Uh, and he's not small, you know, 6'2 190 and he has a 24 foot uh long jump. Pretty I, so my only like real knock on him was like it seems like his balance wasn't great on a lot of like his breaks and stuff in, in his routes. but if you can clean that up, like he's definitely he definitely has a high ceiling. Okay.
0: All right, so there we go. Um, <clears throat> Cam Williams and I am up now. This is, gets tough because I just want to take players that you know are probably like way too low or it's just like, they're going to come out of left field here, but this is fantasy. It's not necessarily, and a guy I have really high ranked, and I'm happy to take him here is It's Jakari Williams QB going to, uh, Syracuse at the moment. He's out of the state of Georgia. So he's at like a small private school in, Ma- in Macon, Georgia, but you know, I've got this guy rated pretty high as a top 10 ish quarterback for me. And, uh, you know, I think he's a good scrambler. He's he's over 200 pounds, I believe, if I've got that right. Uh, well, right about 200 pounds. He's like a bigger guy. And, you know, I just like what I've seen from him, kind of a toolsy prospect going to a, a place that has produced some fantasy-relevant guys in recent memory. So the Syracuse offense has has been kind of nice uh, of late. So, um Chikari Williams and, you know, some of these guys at lower level schools, I think maybe if we believe in the talent, we'll believe that they'll wind up maybe at a higher school by the time, uh, you know, signing day rolls around. So, Matt, 411. Uh, yeah, I'm going to finally take uh,
2: Trevor Jackson here. He's been my highest rated player on oh, the board for yeah. like five picks now. So uh, I knew neither of you going to take him now, so that's fine. Uh, I've talked about him a ton already, but super, super high-end potential guy. Uh, we'll see where he ends up at college, and uh, I'm hoping for a big senior year from him.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really nice pick. I actually need to put an actual grade on him, I think. I, obviously, I've heard you talking about it, I've watched it myself. I don't think I've actually sat down and given him a grade yet, or else he would he would probably be up there. So maybe you lucked out. Next time, Mach 3.0. I wouldn't oh, wait I'll have to, to keep that in mind.
1: All right, four twelve, David. Round us out. Let's just keep the QV streak alive. I'm gonna go with Samaz Jones. He's yes. just like he's just a fun player. I don't know, like um, Lou. So, wait, excuse me. Where is he going again? I got to look because I know. Yeah. Okay. So, since he just hired Scott Satterfield from Louisville, right? Yes. And yes. So, anyways, he made Malik Cunningham super, super fantasy relevant. And hopefully, we get something like that. But anyways, he's a really good runner. Um, Great
0: runner, one of the better in the class in my opinion you know i
1: think like 20.6 miles per hour or whatever that's actually pretty good for uh for a quarterback especially he's like pushing 220 pounds but he's got a huge arm actually for a smaller guy and he plays good competition it's just a it's just, he's just like a fun pick what i think could be a, good, a pretty good producer 511
0: 218 you don't see quarterbacks with those measurables very often and he has been high on my list i've almost been afraid to tell people because you know he's a smaller guy but like the tape alone is super impressive i agree with that arm there's one throw i tweeted it out and said this throw from Samaj jones looks like the michael vick commercial you know or the, the gatorade commercial there's one he's rolling out uh, to his right hand side and basically chucks it up left cash all the way i mean 50 60 yards downfield i if i'm remembering correctly i mean it's just an absolute bomb so he's got a cannon He's very fast, incredibly twitchy. I like that pick. I'm shocked that you did it, but I, I like it. I'm glad you're in on him a little bit, too, because I know I am. Um, but it's a name we haven't even thrown around yet. So welcome to the show, Samaz Jones. Uh, <clears throat> all right, so that is our draft. I didn't really recap too much because we had it up on the screen. But, you know, for those listening on podcast form, we went starting the third round here. Walker White Devon Mitchell going to uh, recently committed to Oklahoma. He's a tight end. Perry Thompson, Terrence Moore, Jordan Marshall, Johan Cardenas, Jason Brown, Caleb Odom, Courtney Crutchfield, Landon Thomas, Tice Denmark. Michael Smith uh, ended the third round. We started the fourth round off with Kyron Barry Johnson, which even from Matt, who's driving the train, said that's too early for Barry Johnson. Frankie Arthur. David Ezio Mume, Will Hammond, Ryan Wingo, Carter Nelson, Cam Jones, Jamiri Colley, Cam Williams, Jakari Williams, uh, Trevor Jackson, and then Samaz Jones to round out the fourth round. Good mock, guys. And look at this. If you're listening to podcast, I'll point it out. But starting basically in the end of the third round, the rest of those names are guys we didn't even mention in the first mock. So once again, just to highlight how much things can change, how guys are falling as we discover new talent in the three stars, we will bump them up because fantasy is different than reality. And also, I think here at Campus of Canton, we feel very comfortable based on our history. If we identify a three star that we think is better, we'll put them up there because that happens all the time in real life. So um, there we go. Any, any final words, guys? I thought it was a good mock.
2: Well, I'm good. I I I like our progress here. I'm excited to do the next one. These are always fun. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. We'll do 3.0 in in about a month or so. All right. Without further ado, everybody, thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. This has been The Official.